For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, click Grainger.com, or just stop by. Granger For the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify's there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Well, if ever there was a number that could be the entire theme of an episode of Football Lakers, it's the number one. The Los Angeles Lakers are one game away from the NBA Finals. If you were going to give this series a one-word summary, that one word would be annoying. These Denver Nuggets, man, they are annoyingly good. They deserve to be here. They beat the vaunted L.A. Clippers. Everyone was looking forward to that matchup. Uh, But they have been shooting an absurdly high percentage throughout the entire series. Jamal Murray is proving to be an upper-tier superstar that will take the league by storm very soon if he hasn't already, especially with that crazy layup he shot last night going around LeBron. Nikola Jokic continues to hit those crazy one-legged Dirk Nowitzki shots. The, The Denver Nuggets, they just will not die. I'm your host for this episode, J.C. DeLeon. You can find me on Twitter at J.C. DeLeon1. Ethan Noroff will be on the next episode. If not, and it, 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 he will definitely be on the next episode, and perhaps both of us will. We're trying to coordinate our schedules, but life is getting in the way, and I also do apologize for the late episode. But I digress. One win away from the first NBA Finals for the Lakers since 2010. But we've all seen what happens when these Denver Nuggets are down 3-1 in a playoff series this year. Hard as it is for a team to come back from being down 3-1, the Denver Nuggets have done it twice so far this season. Now, the odds of them doing it twice were minuscule. The odds of them doing it against the Los Angeles Clippers, even smaller than that. The odds of them doing it three times in the same playoffs, in the same playoff run, almost impossible. I cannot fathom how small those odds are, yet here we are. The Denver Nuggets are extremely good at coming back from this series. 
They're very tenacious. They just don't miss shots. Hopefully the hard lessons learned from the second half of Game 2, the first three quarters of Game 3, have been hardwired into the heads of the heads of these Lakers, and they can close this thing out in five games and start getting ready for the finals, which looks like it could be a matchup against the Miami Heat because they are up 3-1 in their series. And the Miami Heat are basically a harder-edged team than these Denver Nuggets. The Miami Heat team is fearless. They are deep. They can shoot from three. We'll worry about that, hopefully in one game. Now, four games into a playoff series, hopefully all the adjustments have been made, patterns established, truths have been set in stone. And with that, some good and some bad. We'll take a look at tonight's box score and try to see how that correlates to the rest of the series for the good and the bad of what the Lakers have to deal with against these Nuggets for hopefully just one more game. But you never know with these comeback kids. But first, a word from Manscaped. You guys know who Manscaped is. You guys know what they're all about. They are supporting you. They are helping you look your best so you can impress the people who need impressing. The Manscaped engineering team has just perfected the greatest ball hair trimmer ever created. It's called the Lawnmower 3.0. It's waterproof. It has an LED light. It's got ceramic blades, which reduce nicks and cuts on your delicates. They also have a package called the Perfect Package 3.0. It includes the Manscaped Lawnmower 3.0. Also includes a Manscaped Crop Preserver, which is a ball deodorant, and that's extremely important, and the Crop Reviver, which is a ball toning spray, which if you didn't know that was a thing you needed, now you know it's a thing that you need. Both super practical. For a limited time, when you order the Perfect Package gift, you get two free gifts, a shed travel bag, and a pair of Manscaped anti-chafing boxer briefs. They are cooling. Uh, they might be one of my favorite parts of this collection. They keep your area at optimal temperature. The waistband is super elastic, which reduces chafing and rubbing. And when your girl sees the logo, she's going to know she's got a real Manscaped man. Plus, on top of all that, when you enter the code promo code HOOPBALL, you get 20% off plus free shipping, which is like an extra 5 to $10, depending on what else you spend. Believe me. Manscaped.com. You and your girl will thank you. So taking a look at the box score from Game 4, one thing is apparent, and it is that Jamal Murray is here. He's here. He's here to stay. He is playing better as the series seems to go on and on. Game 4, he had 32 points. Played 45 of the 48 minutes. He's just a playmaker. Shot 12 for 20. Didn't miss a free throw. Didn't miss all of his threes, which was... Strange. Nikola Jokic was held a little bit more in check, and a lot of that is thanks to Dwight Howard, and we'll talk about that once we get to the Lakers side of the box score. But we want to talk about some of the trends that we're seeing with Denver first. So with the exception of one game in which Jokic was truly spectacular, for the most part, the Lakers have seemed to kind of hold him in check. Game one, he had two assists. Game Game four, he had four assists, and so I think 
when you could shut down the the Nuggets nucleus of Jokic and how he's able to distribute kind of from, you know, doing what a nucleus does from the center of the offense, that does sort of seem to neutralize the Denver defense or the Denver offense a little bit. Uh, one thing that has emerged, you know, the and this has kind of been a trend for the Lakers every series by series. Superstar pair against superstar pair will kind of wash each other out. Who's going to emerge as being the third and fourth guy for either side? And for game one and game two, we didn't really know who that was for Denver, but it's clearly, at this point now, Jeremy Grant. Jeremy Grant had 17 points in this game, in game four. He also had an amazing game three. Uh, he shot th- two for six from three, 17 points this game. He's... He's kind of emerging as their their fourth guy, but what's also disturbing from the bench, Monte Morris, equally good goods game three and four. Game four had twelve points in this one. I think the wild card for Denver is Michael Porter Jr. He is very similar to our beloved Kyle Kuzma in that you never quite know what sort of effort you're going to get from Michael Porter Jr. And in this game, they got a thirteen point effort from him. And so a lot of signs pointed to this being a game that Denver should have won, especially the fact that they shot 50% for the game. But they did shoot 10 for 28 from three. And so that kind of seemed to be the difference, the fact that they didn't get as many rebounds as the Lakers, uh, 33 to 41 uh, edge going to the Lakers. Offensive rebounding definitely was the key. At one point at the start of the fourth quarter, the edge was 20-2. to two, So that was an 18-point advantage for the Lakers. But, yeah, I think it's at some point you do have to kind of understand that Jokic and Murray are kind of going to kind of get theirs. And you have, to, you have to limit guys like Monte Morris and Michael Porter Jr. being spark plugs off the bench. It's... It's just something that that can't happen. For the Lakers side of the box score, uh, we'll talk about Anthony Davis just because he's been the focal point of this whole series, and he, throughout the regular season, did have a really really good advantage against these Nuggets. And one kind of disturbing trend that has emerged the last couple of games has been the fact that he's not rebounding very much which is highly important against this series in, in this series just because of how big of a team Denver has. I think rebounding is extremely important. It's the reason why they won game four, all the offensive rebounds. Two games in a row now, Anthony Davis has had first halves of zero rebounds. And in this game, he finished with five. And all five of those pretty much coming in the fourth quarter. I think he got his first one with a couple of minutes left in the third but 34 points, that's definitely what you want to see. 13 to 14 from three, shot 10 for 15, started the game 7 for 7. Hit some amazing shots. 1 for 3 from 3. But you got to get more rebounds, and you got to figure out a way to, to do that. But the star of any playoff game in the NBA is going to be the unexpected star, where your spark came from. And in Game 4, that was going to be Dwight Howard. Frank Vogel made the decision to start Dwight Howard. 
after he's come off the come off the bench and provided really great energy. However, in games two and three, I think he was ramping up the shenanigans maybe a little bit too much. He was taking on the role of a goon, and I feel like he needed to take more pride in Dwight Howard and who Dwight Howard used to be, which is a top five player in the NBA. That was a thought at one point. Five, six years ago, which is not that far away, really, who the best player in the NBA was going to be. And the, de- the debate was between Dwight Howard and LeBron James, and now they're here on the same team. There's one or two moments every game in which LeBron and Dwight collaborate on some kind of play, some kind of alley-oop in which the two of them being on the same team is just kind of unfair at times. And Dwight Howard's obviously not who he used to be, but I think he can still take pride in who he used to be and provide really great minutes for this team, which he did last night. Uh, he had eight points almost immediately in the first, first quarter off the bat. Did what JaVale does and sort of setting the tone for this team, and I'd imagine he's going to start in game five. Finished the game with 12 points and 11 rebounds. A little bit concerning that Frank Vogel didn't really play him very much in the fourth quarter. There was a moment in which Marcus Morris had fouled out. And with about two or three minutes left in the game, maybe a little bit more than that, but Markeith Morris fouled out, and you would have thought the go-to replacement at that point would be Dwight Howard to go with a big lineup, especially because Jokic was still in the game. And at that point, I believe it was either Kyle Kuzma or Alex Caruso that came into the game, which was a little bit concerning, but I... I feel like the, the the decision was rested on the fact that Dwight Howard might be taken away from the paint if he had to guard Jokic because Jokic was playing a little bit closer to the three-point line, which I get that. But at the same time, I feel like he earned some fourth-quarter minutes. Similarly disappointing game looking at the stat line from Danny Green three points one for six for the field one for four from three made his first one which is really good three rebounds no assists no steals no blocks 21 minutes although once again had the highest plus minus of the night so defensively he's bringing it he's he's this also might have to do with the fact that he's guarding Gary Harris, and Gary Harris is playing unusually terrible for Denver. Gary Harris, you know, there was a thought before Jokic kind of came aboard that one of the emerging backcourts in the league that was going to take over would be Jamal Murray and Gary Harris, and Gary Harris is sort of taking a back seat to Jokic, to Grant. He's starting, and he is coming off of injury a little bit, and he had some coronavirus issues I believe at one point where he was quarantined and being away from the team so he might not be as conditioned as usual but yeah I think I do think part of Danny Green's unusually high plus minus is the fact that he's guarding Gary Harris and they're sort of washing each other out but um most consistent guy on the board for the starting lineup of the Lakers across the board every game has been KCP. He shot 5 for 12 from the field, 3 for 9 from 3, which is 
which is great. It's maybe a little unusual to see him shoot that many threes, uh, but 13 points again, a couple rebounds, got an assist, got a steal, got a block, playing really good defense, just kind of doing the things you need to do, being being really consistent, and that's great for, for him to, to be that consistent guy. That's fantastic. Uh, yeah, we'll finish the starters with the for the Lakers. LeBron LeBron had one of those games where I, I think this is going to be kind of although we, although if they get to the finals, then I think you'll see him elevate even more. But I do think this series you're seeing LeBron coast a little bit. He's to to look at his production in the second half over. The entire playoff run, 538 kind of took it. Took a look at it, and it, it does seem to indicate that he, he's running out of gas a little bit. I think he's kind of pacing himself just because of how overmatched these Lakers are against these annoyingly good Denver Nuggets. But I think Anthony Davis is, is going to be is such a key part to how the Lakers can win this series. It does seem like LeBron is kind of taking a backseat a little bit. In the fourth quarter, he he kind of took over when he needed to. He's started the started the games out against these Denver Nuggets pretty aggressively, but in the end, this is an amazing stat line for a lot of people—a semi-so-so average stat line for playoff LeBron James. But 26 points, eight assists, nine rebounds, no steals, no blocks. Most importantly, 38 minutes, no turnovers. That's key. Nine turnovers for the game. Only two people had more than one turnover. That was Markeith Morris and Anthony Davis had three. But Anthony Davis is holding the ball so much, it's understandable. And I believe one of Markeith Morris's turnovers was uh, his sixth foul. Um, so-so game for Kyle Kuzma. Ten points off the bench. Shot four for 11, two for seven from three. Didn't do a whole lot else. Uh, played some good defense. Didn't get any rebounds, which is kind of what you've been wanting from him lately. But just didn't really see that this time. And, you know, solid plus minus of, of zero. He was, wasn't was a detriment when he was in there. But kind of want to see a little bit more out of him. JaVale McGee only played five minutes. Mostly a non-factor. Uh, another good game from Rajon Rondo. 11 points, 7 assists. Didn't get any steals like he was a spark plug in game three this time. Only one turnover. Uh, made his one three-pointer three that he attempted. So anytime he's going to make a three, that's going to be great. It's, it's icing on the cake as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, Rondo played a really great game. Uh, Caruso, not another, another non-great game from Alex Caruso, but he also wasn't a detriment either. Um, he's never going to give you a lot in the box score offensively, but he is going to be good for a steal, maybe a block, and and yeah, overall, good defensive presence, plus minus a negative one. Uh, Markeith Morris was a little disappointing in 17 minutes, only grabbed four rebounds, but he did grab two steals, two points, score two points. Uh, however, he did foul out. He was the only Laker. Who was close to fouling out? Although Caruso, Caruso did have five, although you know 
guards are never really in danger of fouling out just because they tend to play so smart, and Caruso is one of the smarter defenders out there. So, as far as trends for the Lakers, yeah, the two stars are going to play great. KCP is not really the third guy, just because he's been so consistent. He hasn't really been a spark plug in any of these games yet. Except for the game where he had 18, maybe. But, yeah, he's averaging double digits for this series. When he, he shoots a shot, it's reasonable to assume that he's, it's going to go in because he's going to find himself open for a three. And he's been shooting really great this uh, this series. I think it's important for the Lakers that from game to game, the third guy tends to change. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's going to be Rondo. Last night it was Dwight. I think there'll be there'll be a game, whether it's in this series or the next, if they can get there, in which Kyle Kuzma is going to kind of have his playoff coming out party, which he hasn't really had yet. And that's that's going to be key for for Kuzma's career development. He he needs to have his his first career signature playoff game. Now, granted, he's coming off the bench. But that's still no reason for that's still no reason for him to to never have a moment like that. He's gonna have a great playoff moment. It just hasn't happened for him yet. So now we play the game that I like to play of what's gonna happen next game. What's replicable, what's likely to not happen again, that sort of thing. Where can you put your money on what's going to happen? And speaking of where you can put your money, our partners over at mybookie.ag, they do this thing every now and then. We talked about it in game one of the NFL season. They call it an ad boost or an odds boost where they they take a game and they just they dramatically move the odds in your favor. They're giving away free money, basically. With game one of the NFL, they did it where the Chiefs were a plus 54 maximum $50 bet, turning your $50 into about $92. They're doing it again this Saturday for college football. For college football, they're doing from 10 a.m. Eastern to 9 p.m. Eastern. Every one of those hours, there is going to be a boosted bet. Some of the max bets are $10, some of the max bets are $25, $180 overall max for the day if you were to bet every one of these 12 bets, but these odds are incredibly boosted. Some of them are as simple as Kansas State must score one at least one point against Oklahoma. At least one point. They don't have to win. They don't have to cover a spread. All they got to do is score a safety, kick a field goal. They just got to score... A point. There's, you know, Florida at Mississippi. Any team must score a field goal at any point in the game. Any team. Doesn't matter who. Just as long as somebody kicks a field goal. Other ones are Texas and Texas Tech, which is, matters to me because I live in Austin, Texas, and Texas Longhorns is who I root for. Any team must score a touchdown in the fourth quarter. Any team. Doesn't matter who. These are free money bets. Of course, there are no guarantees, but these are as close to the guarantees as you can get. MyBookie.ag slash boost 
if you want to take a look at what bets exactly you can make. There's even a Major League Baseball bet in which any batter from any team is hit by a pitch. I'd probably stay away from that one. I, don't, I haven't watched any baseball this season. I don't know how many how many pitches are beating batters, but that seems to be like the, that seems to be an odd one. Anyways, mybookie.ag/boost. If you want to take a look at what bets you can make this Saturday and this Saturday only for the current boost that they have going on, it's free money. You sign in, use the promo code HoopBall, you'll get an extra extra money uh, on your deposit. Let us know they sent you, and have a ball betting as much as you want. Now on to game five. So, yeah, what's replicable? What's likely to not happen again? I don't think, I don't know how much you can count on Dwight being another double-double guy. He's probably going to start, which I think is good. He has toned down the shenanigans and the extracurriculars, and he's just kind of focusing on being that great defender he, he used to be. He still can be if he wants to be. Clearly wanted to be in game four. And at some point, he, at some point you've just got to get more out of Danny Green. It's, it, it'd be really hard to get less out of him offensively. So at some point, he's got to get more out of him. Uh, Markeith, Markeith has mostly been great throughout the series. He's, he's had a couple of really questionable games in this series against Denver. He's going to be really important against in, in the next series, whether it's against Miami or Boston, just because both teams are, are really deep. And so the, the bench is really going to be tested in this finals. And, and it'll, it'll be an earned win. Should the Lakers get to the finals, should the Lakers end up winning the finals, it'll definitely be earned because it's going to have to come from everybody. I think Kyle Kuzma can play a more efficient game. He scored double digits, made a couple of threes, but he shot four for 11, two for seven from three. He's got to get some rebounds, and he's got to play. He's got to be a little bit more impactful on defense. Rajon Rondo, I feel like, has extended the his maximum capabilities for this for this series. I think I don't think he's consistently going to be great. He's definitely not going to be who he was. But I believe series to series, you're going to have one or two playoff Rondo games, and then he's going to be average to so-so. He was terrible in Game Three, and so. Pretty much the most, pretty much what you want out of Rondo guaranteed is for him to not be terrible. If he's going to be playoff Rondo, that's great. If he's going to be not terrible, that's fantastic. What you don't want is a terrible Rondo. Alex Caruso has kind of had his impactful game against this series. He had an impactful game two. And so I, I don't necessarily know if he's capable of another highly impactful game in this series. But he's, he's got to do... A, Slightly better than three points. He's he's capable of that. You don't need a 16-point explosion from Alex Caruso. You, you, you just need a little bit more than one basket. For Denver, I think the worry at some point, just because he played so well against the Clippers, is you're waiting for that Paul Millsack game. Now, for his career, 
when the Denver Nuggets won game three for his career, that's the first time in his entire career that Paul Millsap has been on a team that beat a LeBron James team in the playoffs. That sort of thing gets in your head after a while. You know, Kemba Walker played nearly 30 games in his career before he finally beat LeBron James in a regular season game. At some point it comes up. At some point it comes up like, hey man, you've never beaten this guy in the playoffs. And maybe that starts to wear in your head. Um, but five points for him last game. I don't believe he's hit or even sniffed double digits in, so far in this series. And so you got to believe that the Paul Millsap game is coming. It's going to be bad news for the Lakers, especially if consistently now you're going to see double digits or, you know, 25 to 30 from Murray, 20 to 25, maybe even 30 from Jokic. If you're going to continue to see double digits from Monte Morris, if Michael Porter Jr. can hit double digits, like if, if, if this is a game in which the Denver Nuggets can have seven, eight guys hit double digits, yeah, it's bad news for the Lakers. It's bad news for any NBA team if you can have eight guys hitting double digits. But, yeah, you got to believe the Paul Millsap game is coming. Jeremy Grant, he's going to have his, his one highly impactful game and since then has been really consistent. But, yeah, that's... Basically what you're looking for on Denver's side is you're looking for Paul, Paul Millsap to have more of an impact. He starts, but he played 17 minutes last night. Jeremy Grant played 43. Jamal Murray played 45. Now, one advantage that the Lakers do have that we've talked about is the fact that, you know, this is going to be game 15 for the Lakers. And I believe this is going to be... Game 19 for the Denver Nuggets. So they've played four more games than you have. The Eastern Conference, for whatever, for whatever reason, had a, a two-day break as opposed to an every-other-day break, which this series has not had. So since the middle of August, the Denver Nuggets have played a game every other day. Haven't really had any rest. Yeah, at some point that's going to matter. Certainly seems to be mattering for Paul Millsap. But yeah, you want to try to contain Murray as much as you can a little bit more. Jokic seems like the game plan might be set. Like I said, by the time a game four hits, truths have been revealed, patterns have been set. One thing that can happen, Mathematically, you got to figure the Denver Nuggets are going to start shooting a worse percentage than what they have been shooting. Two games in a row in the first half, they're shooting over 60%, which can't happen. They just don't miss. And at some point, they're going to start missing. But in the end, it does feel like this thing is going to get wrapped up in five games. I can't imagine once they get this close to closing a team out, People know what Denver can do when they're down 3-1. Odds are extremely minuscule that Denver can come back from 3-1 again a third time in the same playoff series. Anthony Davis will continue to dominate. Fatigue is going to start to set in 
for the Denver Nuggets. I feel like this thing will get wrapped up in five. If I were a betting man, betting the money line, I would take the Lakers in game five. And to go a little further, probably going to play the Heat in the NBA Finals. It's kind of a shame. It would have been interesting in the first NBA Finals for the for the league since the unfortunate passing of Kobe Bryant to, to see an NBA Finals be Lakers versus Celtics. But, you know, Lakers versus Heat could be entertaining. I personally would be a little bit conflicted just because I really like watching that Heat team. But, yeah. Seems as though both series will be wrapped up at five and we can get this get this thing going. I think it'll be a really interesting offseason, and we'll talk about that once we get there. I'm monologuing at this point. <laughs> um, you can find me on Twitter at jcdillion1. You can follow the show on Twitter at HoopBallTweets. Sorry, at HoopBallLakers. It's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-L-A-K-E-R-S. You can follow Ethan on Twitter at Ethan underscore Noroff. He and I control the Lakers, the Hoopball Lakers Twitter account with retweets, our own thoughts. Uh, I tweet other other accounts like Forum Blue and Gold, um, Laker Film Room, Trevor Lane, guys like that. I like those voices, but we like interacting with you guys. You guys interact with us on those platforms, and we'll interact with you back. Until next time. Once again, I'm your host, J.C. DeLeon, and we're out. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you, with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.